here's what's coming up on the cold podcast the, the only outlet is basically to pretty much a, adopt uh, like near sociopathic tendencies like, these. <laughs> yeah. like not converting them to the religion which would be probably a lot better but they mm-hmm. try to convert people to the red pill to the red pill instead you can use that power to either influence people for the better good or to manipulate them into maybe doing some bad gross things What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to the Cold Popcast. I'm Zo. And I'm Steve. And today we got a fun one. We're gonna be talking about what uh, a term Steve coined as the red pill to religion pipeline. Yeah. And uh, essentially, before we kind of hop into like what that even means, you know, you kind of got to break down and get an understanding about what the red pill is. Yeah. So essentially, the red pill it, by itself is like a term that's used on the internet that originally started as like an internet term just to describe the truth. So you all seen The Matrix before, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's basically in the movie, it's like this ideology behind uh, what, um, you know, was offered to Neo. I forget the, the black guy that played him in the movie that offered it to him. It Morpheus? Morpheus. Morpheus, yeah. yeah. Morpheus gave him the option between the red pill and the blue pill. So the red pill is basically the idea or the concept of truth. It's like... Um, you know, if blue pill is like the reality we live in and the lies that we follow or deceptions that people just kind of like live by day to day, the red pill is the idea of like opening your eyes to like the truth or the reality of it, of like any situation in life. And two aspects that the red pill has largely like applied to um, in the online space has usually either been in pol- like in uh, politics, politics sure. and then the second one is dating. And so what we're going to talk about in this episode is mostly going more towards the dating realm of it, where it's like you have a lot of like red pill podcasts now. If you you know haven't been living under, under a rock, I'm pretty sure you've seen a lot of them, whether it's from Fresh and Fit or it's like influencers like a Rolo or an Andrew Tate. Um, those guys, you know, kind of like are red pill creators. And um, we're going to be talking mostly about that and then the tie to how if you've been keeping up with it at all, there seems to be this link between people who are uh, do red pill content or getting into the red pill. I've now started to kind of lean more towards like religion, whether it's like becoming more Christian, more Islamic or whatever type of religious following uh, or guideline that they uh, fall under. Yeah. So like, you know, Zoe actually used to be a little bit of a red pill acolyte. Like he's yeah, very yeah, well yeah. versed in it, but you know, he's sort of... <laughs> I very well, I studied it very intensely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so basically, you know, I used to kind of, you know, per, like have a parade into the, uh, you know, red pill ideology, but this is like 10 years ago before the red pill actually sort of reached the black community. Mm-hmm. Like it was mostly just a lot of white incels, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but really what I sort of gleaned when I was paying attention to the red pill back in the day was that the whole concept of it was a lot more superficial. It was more about manipulation. It wasn't really about, um, I don't know, like maybe, maybe they, maybe they, if they were watching this, they would call me blue pilled for even saying this. Yeah, they I call like... you a blue pill simp cuck. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think a lot of the concepts that they preach in the red pill are like, some of them are, are inherently true, mm-hmm. uh, but then other ones are more so like, okay, well, you need wealth, you need. Uh, well, what would be like the, the main tenets of red pill ideology, I guess? Okay. Uh, so I'll break it down like this because I'll, I'll say, um, you know, everyone has their own perception of it. I kind of was into it at first um, because it, traditionally it kind of started on like a good foundation where it was just kind of like talking about, you know, pretty generalized ideas about how to tackle dating, at least from the male perspective. Because in the dating realm, it's mostly, you know, uh, geared towards guys and kind of educating them like, you know, on, you know, ways to approach dating and you know just how to improve your life as a man in general so those were good tenets and then like with any type of thing that you know starts to really 
uh, build traction. It starts to get taken over by extremists, and then you start getting like way more divergent ideologies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll say, um, just to kind of break it down a little bit more effectively, uh, red pill attracted guy like a lot of guys to it from the dating realm and it's usually two types of guys that got attracted to it it was guys that either struggled with getting women or guys that were in the dating market that found that um they were having trouble with the women they were dealing with whether it was like you know cheating um not understanding women 100 percent to like understand how to maintain a relationship those were the two types of people that tend to like get drawn towards so it had like a stigma where like you know like you said where it's like a lot of incels and people that don't date or um, you know, get sex and stuff like, like people that, that could are get, drawn to it. Like people that couldn't get the respect of women, almost. Are, yeah, who were mostly attracted to it. Yeah, and I'd say yeah. like uh, one of the big, uh, I'd say one of the bigger names that kind of like I think made it really mainstream in the black community because Red Pill is really like black. Um, it has a, like a really black foundation now. Like a lot of the shows and stuff, where you like black people talk about the most. And I have my own theory about why that is, but I'll just – we'll say that for another time. But yeah. uh, Kevin Samuels, I think, kind of opened the floodgates to that uh, um, and then, like, followed by the Fresh and Fit podcast, and then now everyone's trying to have a podcast that talks about dating. Yeah. Um, but essentially, like I said, the two types of people that get drawn to it are those type of guys. And the reason um, why we're going to focus on red pill to religion is that they're drawn to it for those reasons I stated, where it's like they have trouble dating or understanding women. Um, and there's like three outcomes from people that get really red pilled. The one is they'll become disillusioned with the idea of like the Western world or like Western women. And Mm -hmm. so those guys tend to believe that, you know, dating in the West is not worth it and they'll become what they call passport bros. And so they'll move out. So that's like a subsection of like that type of pipeline of, you know, I became red pilled. I don't like, you know, the the West and all the ideologies and feminism are ruining, you know, we're like the Western world. I'm going to leave and try to do dating somewhere else. The second tier is what I call the, you know, Miami guy, where it's like, <laughs> you know, you basically just internalize it. You realize like dating's hard. There's a lot of like tenants and stuff like that that basically make it. Uh, you know, you basically have to apply into dating. You can't just be a nice guy. So it's just like, okay, well, if all that's true and the only um, the, the only outlet is basically to pretty much ad- adopt uh, like near sociopathic tendencies, like be <laughs> extremely selfish, aggressive with women, unapologetic. If you got to basically, you know, a semi-narcissist, like if, if that's the only way that you can basically like get everything you want out of like Western dating, then they'll go that route. And they kind of, yeah. like I said, become the guy that wears sunglasses indoors and wear open button shirts. I think, I think of that, <laughs> like, I think of that category of red pill guy as like the Jersey douche. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. the guy with greased up hair, big pecs, and you know, he's tan, he go gym tan laundry, you know, mm. he does the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, literally. So that's like the alternative. I think you see a lot more of that rhetoric a lot, a lot where it's like, you know, if you're not trying to leave the country, adapt to the dating market. And just, like I said, just get ripped, make a lot of money, you know, sell crypto or, you know, <laughs> you know, buy real estate, be that guy. Do drop you know? shipping. Yeah, do drop shipping and, you know, buy more open button shirts and you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, and then there's what we're going to be focusing on, the phenomenon of the red pill to religion pipeline. So it's like if, you, if you're not the guy that's like, I'm going to leave, if you're not the guy that wants to assimilate to the dating market, you pretty much have one option left, which is can you assimilate the dating market to you? So a lot of red pill ideology is founded in – a lot of traditional uh, traditionalized ideals so it's just like you know that's why a lot of conservatives kind of latched onto it until it became extreme mm-hmm. um and you'll notice a lot of red pill people tend to be very conservative minded so essentially um they're just kind of like well i think you know western dating should go back to more traditional foundation of being like women should be indoors they shouldn't be you know having um 
what you would call like uh, they gotta opinions. cover up. Yeah, cover up. <laughs> don't be promiscuous. You know the uh, what do you call like the like sex craze like. I, I don't know. They shouldn't the, be uh, like, what is it? A uh, hyper hypergamous? Uh, or polyamorous or whatever? Poly, oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, hypergamy is like the idea of like women date up a social ladder, but yeah, they, it's basically it's like they they want to get rid of the whole um like the overly sexualized like dating market, and they want people to be more traditional, and so that's the red pill, and I think that leads people to become religions because if you already believe in traditional values and you are like well i think women need to go back to being traditional so that i could be a traditional guy that's kind of where they like kind of lead that to and i think that inevitably is always going to go back to religion because you're going to need to justify the foundation and i think religion has always been a good selling point for a lot of people so like in the whatever podcast or like how andrew tate or sneeko have become muslim now it, it it all started by them wanting to like you know, oh, you know, I think women, like, women are, you know, basically, like, very promiscuous now. And so it's like, we went back to old traditional ways, things would be better. And then with that ideology eventually conforming to, like, you know, um, the idea of, like, well, if I'm a traditional man, so I expect X, Y, Z, then they try to sell that off or pawn that idea ideology off to, like, you know, the dating market. So it's like, women need to be traditional. If you're a Christian man, that means, you know, relying heavily on your Christian values or, you know, adopting a religion that's more extreme, which, like I said, that's what we see a lot, the rise of Islam in the whole community, because that's, like, like a more radical, traditionalized idea. And right. I think that yeah. a lot of these guys kind of, like, latch onto it because it sounds like... Um, for someone who's like, let me sorry to cut yeah, you off. Sorry. For someone who's like, uh, like the narcissistic, uh, not narcissistic, uh, narcissistic. Uh, yeah, <laughs> saying the word wrong. Uh, so, so someone that's narcissistic, it's like, um, you know, why not be in a situation where you have like the ultimate level of control over the women, almost. Mm, right. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically, it. and I think a lot of it, it's like it's less about really being religious. I think a lot of it is just trying to opt, like, uh, like a strategy to optimize like your control in a relationship. And I think if yeah, you could co- yeah. convince a lot of like girls to you know, adopt Western views that basically go back to the idea that the man has most of the power and leverage. That sounds appealing to a lot of people, especially, like I said, with the Islamic thing, where it's like, I can have multiple wives mm-hmm. and I kind of control what they do. I think that's very provocative. And I think that's why a lot of people have latched on to the religious view when the red pill now. It makes sense, though, because if you want someone that's traditional, if you're looking for tradition, it makes sense to go to the oldest traditions in existence, yeah. religions. They've stood the test of time for a reason. Yeah. You know, it's always something that, like, it's so founded, it's so like grounded and like it has such a foundational backing that it's like, it, and it, it's like one of those things that like it's, it's you can never really defeat it because at the end of the day, it's like you can always go back to like, it works because it's always worked and that it makes sense because, you know, essentially if everyone just adopted and believed it, it would work, like right. that type of thing. So I think that's yeah. why it's like a very simple and infallible and justifiable way to get people on board with an ideology. Yeah, and part of what I believe is that, uh, you know, I think that, for one, there was probably never really a time in human history where there was no level of religion, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, there was always some element of religion, and uh, we made it to today, you know? Like, I feel like one of the driving factors of human prosperity and human growth has been religion. You know, I'm not going to just claim it all on my religion, but I think that human prosperity comes from religion. So there's a lot of good parts of it, but then there's also parts that can be sort of manipulated and abused, like in a red pill sort of context. Yeah, yeah. No, Steve, do you keep, like, how in-depth do you keep up, I guess, with, like, certain red pill topics? Like, you uh, have you seen, 
do you keep up with it or do you like catch a little bit of like the news and like certain glimpses of like what these certain creators have done so yeah like i've never really been involved in red pill content but what i really like is uh, i like watching like christian perspectives on red pill people okay yeah like i'll watch like <laughs> like ben shapiro no no ben shapiro's a jew for one he's jewish okay uh, but I... no i'll watch like this guy ruslan ruslan kd matt walsh would be a better example. yeah or matt walsh yeah uh-huh. so matt walsh will react to like some red pill nonsense you know i like seeing like their <laughs> their reaction to it yeah because like i like the context sort of being applied but i do kind of want to see it uh i like seeing people like sort of just debate with sneeko and mm. uh you know point out the fact that you know sneeko really uh this kind of ties back into the whole like you know people choosing islam because it offers the highest level of control over the woman mm-hmm. uh i think people like sneeko like they had their whole red pill sort of period but now they're pushing more towards like okay well how can I use this newfound religion as a means of growing my audience for one and two, um, teaching people, um, like basically like converting people to the red pill, (laughs) like not converting them to the religion, which would be probably a lot better, but they Mm -hmm. try to convert people to the red pill, to the red pill instead, you know? Well, what's interesting is that like a lot of the people, like if you know, like, uh, like Andrew Tate's kind of like renounced the red pill after he switched to Islamic, um, you have uh, Sneeko's kind of been like back and forth uh, with with kind of what he says because he's trying to really like you know get into this Muslim ideology, and it, I noticed that like once people have like gone a certain route, it's like especially the religion route, they start pushing that over the like the red pill itself. It's like mm-hmm. even the whatever podcast, their thing is. Um, they, they have a lot of Christian, they're like fresh and fit, but with Christian undertones. <laughs> sounds terrible. Yeah. And it's like, they'll, they'll, they'll lean on red pill, but, it, but they'll always like, like when they're trying to push the idea, they're not trying to push red pill. They're trying to push Christian values. Mm-hmm. Uh, my question is, do you think like with a lot of this rise of like, you know, going towards religion in order to like reinstate traditional values, do you think it's genuine? Like these people actually want to follow all aspects of that religion or you think they're, it's just about like trying to gain more control over women what do you think is yeah that? no i don't think that any of them maybe there's a few maybe i'll say five percent of them okay actually want to have a faithful relationship with their you know higher power but a lot of them are either using it for clout they're using it for like immediate financial gain mm. they're using it for um not just clout but um what would it be like uh, uh influence influence or? yeah like yeah. power they want power they want influence they want to be able to affect people's lives and their viewpoints mm-hmm. they want to be able to change someone's mind on something and I think that even apart from the red pill, there's a lot of people that seek religion for that specific purpose, like outside of red pill ideology. Mm. So I think the red pill is like just that entry point to the pipeline. But if you have someone who's a narcissistic manipulator, they'll see uh, religions as a way to manipulate people. You know what I'm saying? So True. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same way where, you know, people, uh, one of the biggest things is like, uh, you know, that thing that the Catholic Church does sometimes <laughs> that, that I don't want to say specifically, but, you know, Catholic, you know, priests do some bad stuff sometimes. But I think it's like the same sort of argument where it's like those people are already manipulators and, you know, bad people that do bad things to children. Yeah. So they get into a position where they have the power to manipulate people, you know. So that's True. like it's the same. I think it's the same thing. They want, These people want to just be in a position where they can manipulate women. Yeah, it's like they want to have a leverage point over women. Exactly. Shame. Yeah. Okay. And it's like you can use things like you know a lot of people that are atheists or whatever they say like oh I just always felt so ashamed when you know people told me I had to obey God and there are all these rules and things like that but they can manipulate that shame 
you know, sure. like because you know, obviously God doesn't want you to feel ashamed, but some people end up feeling shame because of the people they interact with. So if someone feels like ashamed for not, I guess, pursuing themselves or being who they want to be as a woman or whatever, and uh, you know, Sneeko shows up and says, "Well, uh, God said you got to cover up." You yeah. know, <laughs> said, you gotta, yeah. he God just comes said, in the back door. Hey, <laughs> what are you doing with the, that that uh, that tank top on? You got to cover up. Yeah, take that off. Yeah, then it's like, okay, well, Sneeko is able to exercise control over somebody, so I think he's just a manipulator and a narcissist, also. Okay, yeah. and a lot of those people are. He's got a lot of beef going on. You ready? You want to join in on that beef? You're gonna tell, <laughs> you know, you're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> yeah, sure. Hey, Sneeko, what's up? Yeah, bro? call him out. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling you out, man. Hey, let's uh, let's open it up. I think I did. I think we like kind of disseminated what the top. Topic is pretty well and gave everyone a decent understanding. So, Lizzie, let me ask you: What are your thoughts? And we'll pass it to Roosevelt afterwards. What do you, What are your thoughts on the red pill? And do you think the religious aspect that seemed to has popped up in it is genuine, mm-hmm. or do you think there's like alternative motives to like these high religious cues that have like started to protrude into like the the manosphere? Right. Well, you mentioned a pretty good point, Stephen, when you talked about power. I think that. Because, like you said, religion is one of the oldest both powers and like societal structures that we have as humans. It's like, what better medium can you pick to exercise your your own power and to you know control people? So yeah, yeah. through that system, it's it's they're very like highly interconnected. So if you wanna if you have a lot of power within a religious community, like you said, as a priest, you can use that power to either influence people for the better good or to manipulate them into maybe doing some bad, gross things to other people. <laughs> Imagine so like, like a red pill priest. <laughs> you use that power to amplify your own desires, and it becomes whatever you want it to become. So I think, like you said, the the red pill is more so kind of aimed at grasping for that power. Mm-hmm. They want to use that power for whatever means, and right now it just seems like those means are based on um, either pushing a political narrative, and there's a lot of political narratives involved in the red, the yeah. red pill, mm-hmm. and um, just trying to get their point across. People want, like, there's so many people that just want their voice to be like heard, and they want that power, that authority. Like, what I'm saying is correct. Right. These are my views. These views are completely correct. The other people are completely incorrect. Right. There's and no you nuance. Only listen to me. There's not a little bit of nuance. Yeah. I'm right. You're wrong. It's, it's Get no in the between. kitchen. I'm right, and they're wrong. There's no in between. Don't question it. Yeah, that's that's why I think things are kind of okay. leaning to. Yeah, but, I, th- I think the red pill is like the ultimate expression of that. Like you're the I'm right, you're wrong. You're right. You know, <laughs> that, the red pill is like the ultimate way to put that. I can see that. I got my own. Uh, I'll, I'll give like a kind of a um, you know more or less closing about like my view on it. But like I said, because. Yeah, I spent a lot of time explaining it, so I want to get you guys' opinion first. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Rose? I'll restate it. Uh, what are your thoughts on the red pill? And then, do you think the religious aspect to it is genuine, or do you think it's got like some alternative motivations to why it's there? I think that it's genuine. Okay. What are your thoughts on the red pill? You 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 like it or not? <laughs> 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 Yeah. Would um, you use the red pill to get what you want? Like, if you want to be a somebody that wants to, you know, have multiple women or whatever, but you want it to be morally correct, yeah. Would you be like, okay, I'm about to adopt this religion, and things will be okay. Nobody will can judge me. Yeah, I probably you be take that, that red pill. 
He's taking you a would? refill. Yeah. He want, this man wants his leverage. He wants his <laughs> – I get it. <laughs> yeah. At least you're being honest about this shit. Yeah. No, I, uh, my thing is I'm not going to, like, be a hypocrite. Like, I, I like the red pill, like, when it first was introduced. Like, I enjoyed, like, some of the creators and stuff. Because for me, it was kind of like um, – because a lot of the red pill was kind of inspired by this whole, like um, – you know, there really wasn't, like, a, a sphere or, like, a talk show for men. So, like, when you had Kevin Sams or Fresh and Fit, it's, like, most TV most TV, and even, like, you know, a lot of male creators, like, uh, like a, uh, what's, what's his freaking name? Um, Steve Harvey and stuff like that. A lot of them pander to women. Or, like, even if you go on, like, you know, old shows, like a Steve Wilco show, mm-hmm. where it's, like, when it's, like, they always have, like, domestic disputes. Everything was always kind of geared towards in favor of the women. Like, the man's always the problem. And stuff like that. And, you know, if you're a guy that's trying to grow up and do the right thing a lot of times, you are never you never really feel like there's an outlet to kind of express, like, what, you know, the things that you may be struggling with. And there's, like, yeah, there's always this, there, you know, there's always this under-sentiment that, like, the man was always in the wrong. And I feel like in the black community, um, there seems to, like, been a lot of discourse between, like, men and women a lot because whether it's, like, the, the problem that's always been said about how black men behave and how we're not around or the fact that the women, you know, are out of order, you know. It's, like, I think, like, it hits our community a lot, which is why I think it's kind of grown a lot in our community. Um, but I, I found value in it because, one, it started off with, like, you know, pretty decent morals and just kind of highlighting certain things or, like, um, within dating that, like, from the man perspective that, like, our falsehoods or things that we weren't necessarily told. Like, it's like, Hey, you know, did you know like a certain level of manipulation is needed as a man in a relationship with a woman? Mm -hmm. Because like, you know, just always being nice, always being understanding isn't always necessarily attractive. Like those things that like kind of give you that extra like information and being like, okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense. You know, I can look back on a relationship and see how that might've screwed me over. I think it gave you some details like that, that were useful. And then just general stuff like, you know, um, you, you have to like, Hey, work out, you know, like the money, like, having a job or seeming productive is important in your perception. I think those were good messages. I think a lot of people could learn from it. I think the, where it started to go off the rails a little bit to where mm-hmm. it's like, I, I view it now as like, it's kind of a grocery store, like take what you need and leave what you do and leave what isn't important because then you have like, you know, an extreme level where it's like, it's either gone into religion to where it's like, I feel like there's a, a level of disingenuousness, uh, disingenuousness to it because some people are really just utilizing that because they just want to like, you know, leverage women to like be more submissive to them it's not like because it's like it's i'm a cool yeah it's like i'm a christian or i'm islamic but it's like you don't pray every day you don't do fasting you don't celebrate lent you don't actually go to church it's like you're just utilizing that in this specific aspect because it benefits you and that's not authentic and i think a lot of people are doing that so i don't necessarily agree with that side and i kind of see it for what it really is um and then there's yeah. the extreme part where it's like you know, you take the ideologies and put it to the extreme to where I feel like there has to be some compromise where it's like, well, listen, you can live like that, but I don't think that's something that you can necessarily push to most people. Like, not everyone's going to be a millionaire. Not everyone's right. going to be like, you know, I want multiple wives. Because even though that sounds great, it's like, you know, it's it's one of those things that's not – it's like most people can't even get one. So right. like, let's, and, if, <laughs> and if you don't fall into those categories of what the, the expectation is, like, oh, you're a high-value man, all these other things, yeah. it's like, well, you deserve nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get no wife. Yeah, exa- <laughs> You're yeah. going to be alone forever because you don't go to the gym. Yeah. It's like, I mean, come on. Like, you know, like even, you know, me, I'm 300 pounds. I have some options. Yeah. Right. Right. There's some there's an option that exists for me, right? yeah. but you know it's like I have I could lose weight and be a high value man and make a lot of money and get like a supermodel or something one day. Yeah, but it's like that's not everyone's objective. No, and that's the thing. It's like it's kind of teetered to this all or nothing approach where it's like unless you're a high value man making like you know a uh, hundred thousand dollars a year 
and, and like if you get a wife, you shouldn't live with her. If she goes outside, she's single. It's like it, that that extreme level of stuff <laughs> to where it's just like I don't think everyone necessarily has to live like that. I think it's like that's fine if you want to do it. But like I said, there's like a lot more. There's like a lot more uh, attainable goals. I think people should focus on like right. one, get a regular relationship and, and and apply the tactics to like maintain that one before you focus on like you know now to try to get four side chicks you know or like when you get if you decide to get married you know and stuff like that you don't have to not live with your wife and live with your guys because living with your wife is gonna make you weak it's like right. you know it's like that stuff i'm like you can I've have never that. Heard that one that's ridiculous yeah yeah that, that's a lot of like i said that extreme ideology so it's like i don't think that's necessary i don't think you have to do that i can say there's an argument for it because you know it's just taking like the same concept and pushing it to like an extreme but you know Anytime you operate on extremes, you're you're kind of like missing a certain aspect. I think everything requires some level of compromise Ooh, to like, like that. you like know that. strike yeah. equilibrium because everything's based off balance. I right. like that you know? because you miss. Yeah, the the further extreme you go, yeah, you kind of alienate some people. Yeah. that you were formerly you know had it had, mm-hmm. but you also get you know obviously crazier. You yeah. get a little bit crazier. You're you're just become. And- I'm sorry to cut no, you. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, because yeah, when you do that, you're just becoming the you're just becoming like the the counter to what you were fighting. It's like if if red pill is a counter to feminism because feminism become extreme, you know, you can't answer that by basically just being like, well, I'm going to take the opposite approach to its extreme, right? You know, because then it's like then you know you're creating like a disenfranchisement for that other side. It's like feminism is about equality, and we're like, well, it's not equal because a lot of you know feminists have you know taken it to the extreme to where men can do no wrong, right? You know, but then with the extreme red pill ideology, it's like you're taking it to the extreme to where women have no say. Women do everything wrong. Yeah, right? they, they do everything they, wrong. Yeah. They if they go out at all, you know, they're probably trying to cheat on you, so you got to keep them inside. Yeah, you know. It's a, it's you shouldn't pers- live with them. It's like it's the same concept, but to another extreme. It's like an ideology of fear, almost. It's mm-hmm. like you become just a, in a stagnant state of fear. And it's actually funny to juxtapose like the red pill with religion, because with religion, uh, you can take that to an extreme as well, right? Mm-hmm. You can start manipulating the Bible. You can start manipulating the Quran. You can start taking things out of context to use it against people, yeah. Rather than using it as a solution that is as you know meant to help people, as most religions are, people can take it and say, well, okay, since they um, yeah, King uh, Solomon had multiple wives. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I should too. It's yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, are you the wisest man in the world? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, like I don't know about that. Are you the king of Israel? I don't think so. <laughs> so you know, uh, yeah. it's, it's just like people will try to manipulate whatever they can as long as they're not actually within like a good like I guess the word would be like a substrate. Like they don't have a good substrate of. Uh, ideas that sort of found their entire personality, like they're they're mm-hmm. not personality, but their uh, worldview. Yeah, ideology. Yeah, yeah ideology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if they're if they're like in this weird sort of limbo <laughs> where <laughs> where they don't really have the ability to make better uh, like this like better uh, moral choices, then they will be immoral. If, and that's what I think is weird. Where it's like I always believed that people will have a religion regardless of if they're religious. Mm. They'll praise some they will worship something and i feel like the red pill almost became a religion yeah you know like and mm-hmm. not even almost like it kind of is for some people like a religion where it's like you know people are like devoutly red Very, pill yeah 100 you know? <laughs> like i think you know and i think that's anything like it 
when when people feel lost, they have they. I think everyone needs something to latch onto, and a lot of times religion takes the place. But when you don't have that, you know, you 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 take another, you take something else. I think red pill became that because they just want answers. And I think right. red pill is like it was True. constructed to give you an answer. It's right. like why am I, you know, why am I failing the dating market? Red pill answers that. Right. You know, it's like um, why, you know, why, why, why did my, why did I get so screwed over in my last marriage? You know, red pill gives you the answer to that. It like answers those questions. Even, even politically, it's like you know because it's just based on conservative values. Yeah. It even gives you a political component. So it's like, who should I vote for? Red pill gives you an answer. Why am I paying right. so many taxes? Mm-hmm. Right? Why is there <laughs> LGBT in the school? It's just like, yeah. well, the red pill has an answer for you here, but you're not gonna, you know. It, it, there's a hole in it. I just think that with the red pill, there's a hole in it, and we can probably close soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that just when you are um, looking at the red pill as an ideology, it doesn't hold a candle to religion, personally. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it does. I think it's like it'll last for a while, but it'll eventually wear off. It, you know, it won't. Ha- it doesn't have the staying power because it's not fully founded on anything. You think <laughs> that? Uh, you think that pretty much you can take the red pill out and just lean on religion, essentially? Yeah, I do, and I think that that's probably the goal. Like, I mean, here's my little Christian perspective. I think <laughs> that the whole movement is inspired by God. So why not know. become okay. Islamic, Steve? Uh, why not become Islamic? There's yeah. a lot of reasons not to. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you know, I'm just like it seems like that seems to be like one of the 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 jumps that a lot of the red pill people. So I'm like, why not go that route? Well, so here's my thing. I think Islam <laughs> leads to Christ, but okay. Know. Well, they do. They do share the book, but I know you have, like I say, you're you have your own devout to one side. So yeah, you know, yeah. but um. No, you know, like I said, that was kind of my take um, with it. Like I said, I hope you guys had at least got a, like a better understanding of red pill and can you know get a it got a little deeper insight to what we meant by the religion pipeline. And if it starts popping up in your feed, you're a little bit more informed as to like what kind of content you're watching. Yeah, but just watch our content instead. Yeah, yeah, forget them. We're doing better. <laughs> yeah. So all right, guys, let's close it out. Um, make sure you follow us on social media uh, at Cold Podcast, and you can find the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Rumble and patreon and if you do subscribe on patreon you can just get all of the content early for five dollars a month and uh you can get all of the backlog of the my black friends podcast that we used to do it's hilarious and uh we will be doing more episodes so you can get new episodes uh so thanks for popping in and we gotta pop out all right